let's remain standing for the reading of God's word. Luke chapter 19, verse 5 through 8 is where we will, where the Holy Spirit will truly teach us many things today. Luke chapter 19, verses 5 through 8. The Spirit of God, He teaches us all things. John 14, 26. He will teach us again today. Luke chapter 19, verses 5 through 8. Ready? Go for it, Terry. One, two, go. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be guest with a man that is sinner. And Zechariah stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. Amen. Let's read verse 8 again. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. I will restore it. I will give it back. I want to minister with, with the idea that the text tells us that people watching Jesus entering into Zacchaeus' home, they saw Jesus inviting himself into a home where the crowd made a statement and said he is going to be the guest of a sinner but why did jesus go i want to minister on a subject called the restoring power of love the restoring power of love together please the restoring power of love. Let me hear you say it again. The restoring power of love. Speak into our lives, Lord, and we will obey and we will be doers of your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. The restoring power of love. Hallelujah. The restoring power of love. Restoring power of love. Thank you, Lord. The word restore, according to the kind of restoration that we are going to look at tonight, comes from a Greek word called katartizo. Katartizo. K-A-T-A-R-T-I-E-Z-O, if you want to write it down. Katartizo, which means to repair, to prepare, to mend, and also to restore. To repair, to prepare, to mend, and to restore. Can I hear you say those four synonyms together? Repair, prepare, mend, and restore. My precious people of God, this year has been declared 
as the year of walking in love. We have looked at the word love from different angles in the last two months, one and a half months, in all services. Am I right? If I were to ask this intellectual group of people today before me, what do you think the greatest sign of the capacity that love has when it comes to its power and ability? Is it forgiveness? For example, if, if you are a person of love, forgiveness will come naturally. You get it? So there is power in love and it is demonstrated by forgiving people. So you forgive. Okay, you wash your hands on top of my head, no problem, I forgive you. I was expecting an amen for that, but I can see that you're not easily forgiving people. I'm going to have a time preaching this to you today. Peter came and asked Jesus, how often should my brother make a mistake and how often should I forgive him? Seven times? He said, no, 70 times seven. Peter's measurement of love was this much. Put your hands both together like this. Don't put it together, just like this. That was Peter's measurement of love. If somebody crosses this measurement, they will, you know, they will experience something from Peter. But Jesus said, I want you to increase your measurement. What is the ultimate power of love? Is it forgiveness? Is it remission? The Bible says God so loved us that he not only forgave us, but Jesus said, eat this bread, drink this cup. And Paul reveals at the end of chapter 11, verse number 26, 27, and 28, for the remission of sins. Matthew 26, 26 through 28. For the remission of sins. God's love so displayed through his blood, through the power of the cross, that sins were not only forgiven but removed. But is that the ultimate power of love? Forgiveness? Is forgiveness the ultimate power of love? Is remission the ultimate power of love? How about blessing? God, if you love me, you will bless me. Do you think blessing is the ultimate power of love? God, I want, because we are so blessing conscious as a church, which is not wrong, because we have a perfect balance as a ministry. We are blessing conscious. We are reward conscious. So we can be of the understanding that, yes, God, your love is so great. Blessings must follow. Isn't that true? Talk to me today. Do you want a cup of coffee? Talk to me. Isn't it true to say, Lord, you love me, therefore I can be blessed. Isn't it true? Isn't it accurate to say that? But beloved, is blessing the ultimate power of love? Is forgiveness the ultimate power of love? Is remission the ultimate power of love? How about healing? Because when God heals, it's a demonstration of his love for the person that he healed. But is healing the ultimate power of love? 
How about prosperity? God prosper me. I need a home. I need a child. I need a, before a child, I need a husband. Lord, prosper me. I want to do well in life. But I ask you a question, my precious, wise, intellectual people from Mount Lavinia. Is prosperity the ultimate power of love? I'd like to suggest to you that the highest dimension of love is restoration. It's called restoration. Hmm. Let me know if you're breathing. Please. <laughs> Restoring people. Love has in it the capacity, the power, the glory of God. Agape has the ability to not only bless people, heal people, forgive people, prosper people, but also the need of the hour. I come to you with a word from God. Heaven has sent me with this word, beloved. The ultimate power of the love of God and the love that should flow through us is the ability to restore humanity. Restoring people. And I want to really minister today on how we as a church need to identify people within our community, within our ministry, in our homes, in our offices, especially Christians like Zacchaeus who have been neglected in society. Society looked at Zacchaeus and said, he is a, talk to me, he is a sinner. We hate him because he is rich and he's a sinner. We don't want him. They were blocking Zacchaeus. The Bible says in Luke chapter 19 that Zacchaeus couldn't care less. He was short in stature. He had the money, but there was something missing. Beloved, there are some things only the Lord can do for you. Are you hearing me? Zacchaeus forgot that no one is, forgot that they wanted to block him. The Bible says Zacchaeus ran ahead of them all. Are you following what I'm saying? And the Bible says it's as if God had placed a, a help aid right there in his journey. It was called a sycamore tree. Zacchaeus climbed the sycamore tree and he waited. Somebody shout, waiting is good. Beloved, he was waiting. He was positioning himself because he was expecting. When you are in expectation, God begins to stop where you have positioned yourself. Jesus comes and he doesn't move to the left. He doesn't move to the right. He just comes and like a magnet, he stands below Zacchaeus. Beloved, he stands below Zacchaeus and he looks at Zacchaeus, beloved, because he knows that this is a man of expectation. This is a man that has been ridiculed by society. This is a man that is not liked much by society. There are people even under the sound of my voice tonight. You love each other, but you don't like each other. Mm. Alright, I'll, I'll keep preaching. You love each other, but you may not like each other. That's a whole different level of teaching and preaching. I will get into your business tonight somehow. Beloved, he came and stopped under Zacchaeus's nose and said, Zacchaeus! He knew him by name. I want you to know that we serve a God who knows us by name. If you came for the NDB morning service, you would have known how the Lord knows the names of people. Hallelujah. He will call you 
you by name tonight. It doesn't matter what condition you came in this place with. It doesn't matter what kind of a situation you came into this place with. God sent me here unlike any other Sunday to restore people who have fallen in this place. Whether it be physical, whether it be marital, whether it be spiritual, you will be restored tonight in the name of Jesus. You will be restored because that is the ultimate power of love, beloved. Forgiveness was for restoration. Healing was with the mindset of restoring, beloved. That's why God did all of that. The ultimatum of God was restore. I want to restore my people. Through Adam, man fell. But through Christ, man has been reconciled unto God. We have been restored back unto God. We have not broken fellowship with God. We have good fellowship with Him. For the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6, 17, He that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. We have so a koinonia with Jesus it is unbreakable. 1 Corinthians 1 9 says we were called unto the fellowship of his son Jesus Christ. Don't tell me that our fellowship is broken. He is the way we have come through the way and now we are having a beautiful koinonia with Jesus Christ. My precious people of God we are one with him no longer do we need to do we need, do we need to reach out to a God who is far away like Zacchaeus did. No beloved he lives in you. John 14 20 second corinthians 6 16 he walks in you he talks in you first john chapter 4 verse number 4 john 14 21 john 14 23 he lives in you colossians 1 29 colossians 1 27 galatians 1 24 he lives in you galatians chapter 2 verse number 8 he lives in you my precious people of god he walks in you he lives in you first corinthians 3 16 he lives in you he loves you he loves you your body is the temple of the holy spirit today we have been restored back to God and it is time that we take that power of restoration which came through four letters L-O-V-E beloved and many of us have misinterpreted L-O-V-E for another four letters L-I-K-E and people who L-I-K-E ultimately do another four letters L-U-S-T but we are not talking about L-U-S-T or L-I-K-E we are talking about L-O-V-E because only L-O-V-E has the power to restore people. You can't like your Christian brother and restore them. You can't lust after a woman and restore her. You cannot do that. You can only restore people you love. And if you love your children, they will be restored. If you love your spouse, you can restore him or her. If you love your church, you can restore the church. There is the ultimatum of God's love and man's love. It is agape flowing through God, flowing through man. It is the power to restore a fallen humanity. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Because you are going to be appointed and anointed tonight unto this cause. Unto this cause. God sent me here with this mandate. Yes, before the benediction is given, many of you are coming back to a place of being restored in Jesus' mighty name. That's a good place to shout. Hallelujah. That's a good place to rejoice. That's a good place to position yourself like Zacchaeus and say, I'm getting ready. I'm just getting ready. Hallelujah. I'm just getting ready. And beloved, Jesus out of nowhere says, Zacchaeus, I want to come to your house. Not can I come, not where is your house, I heard you have a mansion, no, I want to come. Love of God, the love of God will pass by all human opinions about Zacchaeus, mm, that's a good place right there. 
Hmm. Some of you are ignoring me tonight. If Jesus went with the opinions of man, he wouldn't have gone into Zacchaeus' home. You can't restore. There are people in this room today and in the overflow room, people listening to us on live stream, who will listen to us on CD. They look nice to you, but they are in a fallen state. Their marriages are in a mess. Their finances are in a mess. They have not prayed for months or years. They don't know what to do. Everything is, is jacked up in a corner and they're wondering how in the world can I be restored and beloved God's looking to you to do it. And you cannot do it if you don't love people. There are wives who, are, who need to be restored in our church and the husband needs to do that. There are husbands who need to be restored. The wives need to do it. There are people here. You have been in about 55 relationships. That's the age of retirement, man. <laughs> You're on your 56th now. And now you, you, you have collapsed. You have collapsed and everyone knows you as... Mrs. Delilah. Hmm? And now you have come to King's Revival, praise God, it's walking in love. But to walk in, in love, the Delilahs of the church need to be restored. Who is going to do it? You cannot look to me. The body of Christ, you and me together, we have to go to these people whose society says, oh, he's a sinner, useless fellow. Just reject him. Jesus, what are you doing? You're going, beloved Jesus went to the very house that people said is a sinner's house. If the sun sets me free, I am free indeed. If the sun sets me free, I am free indeed If the sun sets me free I am free indeed I am free, I am free, I am free Let me hear your voice If the sun sets me free I am free indeed If the sun sets me free I am free 